Welcome to the Fast From Wrong Thinking Podcast. Hi, how's everybody doing? Welcome to our 2021 Fast From Wrong Thinking. We are literally almost at the end. Uh, I'm happy and a little sad, only sad because we're coming to the end, but it really is an exciting time. And I want you to remember what I've been saying every day. We're on day 37 and I, I'm thrilled about today. I really love this, this content today, um, what we're going to fast from. But I've been saying over the last couple of days that, that if, you, if you boil water, it stays, it, it stays a liquid all the way up until 211 degrees. But at 212, it turns into steam, which is a which is phenomenal. It's an amazing miracle. It's not like somewhere around 212 that it turns into steam. Exactly at 212, it turns into steam. Why? Because one degree makes all the difference. And I want you to realize one thought can make all the difference in your life. And maybe today is the day where your life transforms from brokenness to wholeness, from depression and sadness to joy and happiness from from anxiety to peace it takes compounded day after day after day right believing and right thinking that literally transforms so but one degree makes all the difference and that's why you can't just do this fast from wrong thinking for 12 days or 13 days or 14 days it's 40 days Jesus fasted for 40 days in the wilderness and then Something very powerful happened, and I'll talk about that on our final day, which, by the way, our final day will be our final day, but we're going to continue to connect every day, and I've got some, some fun things and some really um, effective things that are going to help us to continue to reinforce our fast from wrong thinking mentality, because we need to carry this around with us all year round. Um, but um, So there's something very powerful about 40 days, and on the 40th day, I believe that if your miracle hasn't happened by now, it will. If change hasn't happened by now, it will. It's only a matter of trusting the system, trusting the process of fasting from wrong thinking because it works. So day 37, we are fasting from the thought that says, I feel guilt. I feel guilty. I feel guilt. I feel condemnation. I feel accused. We've all had thoughts that try to make us feel guilty. I know that there are some Christians that will say, some people will argue, well, the reason you feel guilty is because you are, and so you should repent, and you should do this, and you should do that. And, and I, I understand where people are coming from on that, that they want to try to balance everything. But God doesn't need us to balance his, his forgiveness. He doesn't need us to balance his grace. He doesn't need to, us to balance love. He needs us to embrace it fully and completely because that's what changes our life. Jesus became the guilt offering on the cross so that we don't have to live our lives in guilt and condemnation. Now, it's true that we are all guilty of sin, but it's also true that we're forgiven fully and completely from it to the point where God doesn't even remember our sins. And so why should we live in the memory of our sin if God doesn't live in the memory of our sin? The Bible says in Hebrews 8, 12, and your sins and your iniquities, I will remember no more. When Jesus shed his blood, 
it was God embracing and accepting the a blood, the perfect blood sacrifice that doesn't cover our sins as animal sacrifices did, but it washed away our sins completely. And so God looks at you and though you might say, well, there's all this evidence that I'm guilty, I'm guilty, I'm guilty. But when God throws the gavel down as the ultimate judge, he declares you not guilty. You say, but I'm not innocent. But he declares you're not guilty. And we need to decide with God. Anyway, um, Jesus declares you not guilty. But how many of us have heard thoughts like you don't do enough, you don't do enough good, you don't say the right things, you don't measure up, you're not this enough, you're not that enough. These are gnawing thoughts that try to wear us down and get us in condemnation. That line of thinking that produces guilt and it leads to self-hatred. All these accusations against ourselves leads to self-hatred, anger towards others, it leads us to make bad decisions it leads us to say harsh words. It leads us to fear. It leads us to procrastinate. This is why we cannot tolerate a moment of guilt in our lives. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be uh, apologetic if you hurt somebody. Of course you should. But you shouldn't dwell on it and live in guilt and live in condemnation. Because Jesus, why? Because this is how we fast from this wrong thinking of guilt. Because Jesus declares us not guilty. It doesn't mean that you've never sinned or done wrong. It means he's washed it all away. Then we need to see what God sees. Colossians 1.22 says, Jesus' blood, he presents us, through Jesus' blood, he presents us holy and faultless and unblameable in the Father's eyes. Jesus presents us to the Father holy and faultless and unblameable in the Father's eyes. So when God sees you, he sees Jesus. Just like when Jacob went before his father Isaac with the skin and the hair and the scent of his brother Esau and the father saw Jacob as if it were Esau. And in the same way, the father sees you as if you were Jesus. Some of you are like, no way, yes way. Exactly. That's why that passage of scripture is so powerful where where Jacob got the blessing of his older brother by tricking his father into smelling like his brother because his father couldn't see much anymore in smelling like his brother in putting an animal skin and hair on his on, on him like his brother cooking his father a meal like his brother would do. And the the son acted like he was the brother and the father treated him just like he was the brother. And God sees you just like he sees Jesus. He treats you just like he treats Jesus. He loves you just like he loves Jesus. And he wants to he wants you to experience the victorious life just like your big brother Jesus. You know, your twins with Jesus, right? You know, you and Jesus are twins. You knew that, right? You know, he's the firstborn like Esau and we're like Jacob, the secondborn. But we get all the blessing of the firstborn because Jesus died for us, substitute so that we could so we could have what he had before he took what we had. So we could, we get to be what he was before he became what we were. He became what we were. 
so that we could become what he was before he became what we were. He became sin so that we could become the righteousness of God. I want you to meditate on this verse that you need to just dwell on that for a moment. In fact, you just stop there for a second and just remind you again. You, Jesus is your twin brother. He's the older, but you, in God's eyes, you look like Jesus. You smell like Jesus. You're like identical twins. Only Jesus came first. He's the firstborn of many brethren. I'm his twin. You're his twin. Your person over there is their, your, his twin. All of us are his twin. Wow. Powerful, powerful. All right. Uh, meditate on Job 10, 7. I am indeed not guilty. The New American Standard. According to your knowledge, God, I am indeed not guilty. When a person is born again, they are cleansed of sin and guilt by the blood of Jesus and therefore not guilty. That's you. Now, when you blow it, don't pretend like you didn't. Just go to God. Say, man, I'm here for some mercy, Father. Uh, oh, the Father's like, good, I'm glad you came here for some mercy. I just happened to have some. In fact, I created a throne called the throne of grace so that it is always dispensing mercy and grace in your time of need. Good goobly gook. That's all I can say to that, man. That is so thrilling to me, and I hope it is for you as well. I want you to go through this. There's so much more in day 37 that I can't get to for time's sake, but I want you to go through your email. Go through it once or twice, three times. Go through it more than just once. Maybe replay this video because you, because it's mind-blowing that we're the twins to Jesus. He's the firstborn of many brethren. You look just like him. Just say that. I am, Jesus is the firstborn of many brethren. I'm his twin. The Father sees me like Jesus. The Father treats me like Jesus. The Father loves me like Jesus. I am not guilty. That'll go through you. That'll change you. Can't wait to day 38, but day 37 is going to be the greatest day of your life until tomorrow. I'll see you then.